says the teacher of the class in a cranky tone, yelled as the kids walked into the one room classroom. Yes, Miss Minnie. John screamed. Miss Minnie walked over to John with a roll in her hand. She raised her arm and lowered it on top of John's, and in a rage, she yelled, Raise your hand when you are in my class! She then walked back to her desk and then asked the class once more, Then Robert raised his and snickers. There's something you found Then she replied, Yes, wait, no, there's one meaning to not the other. Then Robert, after raising his hand again, Oh, it's the time period that relates to the temperature. Correct, now it is coming fall when I'm in winter soon, said Miss Minnie. Then she walks to them and says, Why don't we do a time tonight? They walked outside when in 20 seconds they were hit by a chill. What was that? John it was asked. Something called the breeze. Miss Minnie responded. You see, because we haven't fallen out, it's starting to get cold. But as it becomes winter, it will be so cold that little white flakes of snow will fall from the sky. But until then, the leaves on the trees will change colors. Like, look at this one. She points to an oak tree with red and orange leaves on every single branch. It's beautiful, a girl said with an awe. Well, I'm glad you like it, because today what we will do is find some new colors, and when we have enough of them, we will jump in them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because we're going to three. Now, where are you going? Miss Minnie said, Charles was a tall, skinny boy. He was very smart, but never knew when to use what he knew. Robert was a tall boy, always causing trouble and always wanted to find everything. John is a tall boy, always thinking two steps ahead of the teacher so he could find ways to annoy her. This trio went on merry adventures, but that day they would face their hardest and most dangerous one. And to think it all started by sorting leaves. Do you think it'll snow this year? John asked. Why? Robert replied. Because if I throw snow at Miss Minnie, she'll hit me in the door. <laughs> Well, you might want to get the snow you wanted. It's cold, Charles says, as his teeth shatter from how cold he is. Come in. It looks like the weather's a little colder than expected. John started but was cut off. Yeah. Miss Minnie yelled, beaming at John. John frowned. He started to come into the building, but then jerked around and jumped into a pile of rose red leaves. John, I'm done with this. Always stay after school. John. John laughs at coming into the schoolhouse. Little did everyone know, John had just saved everyone's lives. Two hours have passed. All the children were now sitting by the wall, looking out the window, watching the white powder fall from the sky. They watched as the ice formed on the ledge of the roof, and they all felt the cold wind through the damp wood that made up the building. Miss Minnie called Snow. out. Snow? Oh, it's October. Well, it's fall freezing, so I guess it can snow. 
The window smashed into a million pieces, and a flurry of snow flew into the building. Everyone was shocked, but the kid named Jack stood up and said, It's okay. Don't worry. We'll be fine. But first, we must evacuate the building, and... That's a terrible idea. We will all freeze, said Charles. And who said you weren't, Charles? As many said. Yeah, I get the keys on everything, but so he's the smartest, which means he is in charge. But I get A's. Charles yelled. I don't care. I'm the oldest, so I leave. Said Jack. Charles knew no matter what he did, he could not change Miss Minnie's mind. So they said what he had to say. Fine. Okay, now, since you know so much about the snow, prove this by saying what we should do after the, we evacuate the school. Jack said with a smirk, for Jack knew nothing about the weather. He forced Charles to tell him what he needs to do so he could leave the class to safety. We should not leave, Charles argued. We will die, and as we could stay warm here, and we could have food. This was true. They had enough food to feed half the class for a day. But after that, they would be hungry. They would starve if they stayed, but froze if they left. So, their window shattered, sending a mix of glass and ice every, everywhere. Everyone screams as a gust of wind slams into the building like a horrible beast clawing into a box. The building starts to creak and the ceiling starts to sway. Well, now we won't be safe anywhere, but we have a better shot outside. I think there's a barn only a few kilometers away. If we get there, maybe the people will let us stay, Bob said. No, we'll be warm here. No, the window just broke, so there's no coming in here. The ceiling and the ceiling is about to fall on us. No, I'm in charge. What I say goes, and I don't appreciate you saying what I should do. Miss Minnie, can I help you get rid of Robert and John? Jack yelled. Miss Minnie walked over to Robert and grabbed his arm and then grabbed John's. The two boys struggled to release the teacher's grip. What are you doing? Robert asked. Getting rid of you. Said. Jack then opened the door and the boys were threw out. Hey, let's back in, Robert yelled, but no reply. Help, help! It's not me. Miss Minnie is the worst teacher ever. <laughs> Everyone thought they had, even though they had only been outside for a minute, frost started to form around the boys' hair. Robert's hands started to hurt and John's face was like red as a tomato. They knew that if they didn't get back inside, time they will surely die what are you doing charles asked let them back in why they're dead weight jack said miss minnie how could you do this miss minnie said charles reached for a door but stopped by jack you help them and you will be thrown out of here as well but they're going to die charles argued pushing jack out of the way of the door he then opened the door, and Robert and John crawled into the school, covered in frost and snow. Took you long enough, John sighed. No, no, no. Why did you let them in? We don't need them, Jack yelled in a rage. He ran at the boys, but they jumped out of the way. But Jack would not stop. He lunged at the boys again. This time, Robert was not pressed. Robert fell against the wall with a loud thud, and the building shook again. This time, snow fell out of the ceiling. We have to go, John. Johnny, the building is coming down. As the 
as on cue, the ceiling started to sway and the walls began to crack. The children screamed, and everyone ran outside into the white blur of snow. Everyone, that is, except John, Charles, Jack, Miss Minnie, and Robert. The kids that did run out tumbled over each other, for they could not see. Those who did not tumble over ran back inside. We have to go, John Yuck. No, Jack yelled as he ran towards John, knocking him onto the ground. Stop! Charles yelled Charles. as he ran towards Jack in a fury, but stopped when the ceiling started to fall. Get out of here, there, Charles, Miss Minnie said. Wait, no, you can't do that. Yes, I can. I'm an adult, and you listen to me. Now, let's get out of here. Charles went over to the rest of the boys and helped them up. Charles, Miss Minnie, and the rest of the boys started for the door before they could get out of it. A big, a big piece of wood fell on Charles's leg, trapping him. Let's go, Jack said. Oh, so now you want to leave him, Miss Minnie? We have to help Charles. The pain in Charles's leg was immeasurable. It was bleeding for a while. That he was sure of. He could feel the cold wind coming from the broken window. It felt almost like his blood was turning to ice. He could not move, and when he tried to move, his leg hurt worse. His ears felt like they were filled with cotton, and his eyes were blurry. Suddenly, he passed out. Charles wakes up in a meadow, the one next to his house. There was no snow, and Robert and John were not there. He could hear birds chirping around him. Charles, the boy said, Charles. Charles turned around and opened his mouth, but no words came out. Charles. This time, he saw he saw how the voice was coming from. It was smothered, cooking dinner. He could smell the fresh bread and tried to go the smell, but he could not move. He felt like a tree, rooted to the ground. Charles, can you keep the livestock down the barn? Yes, mother. Charles said, now walking over to his mom. Charles looked at his feet. He was not moving on his own. He could not control his legs. It was like he was in the passenger seat watching everything happen, but with no control. He grabbed the rope and tied it around the pig's neck and walked over to his mother. By giving the Ivans this pig, they will treat us well in case we need help. His mother said in a reassuring voice. Now go. We don't need we don't have much time. He started for the Ivans but Ivan's barn, but suddenly he remembered where he was by his house on Saturday before the sun, day of the storm. He did not get a, to linger on this thought for very long because he started to hear his name and his vision started to get blurry and suddenly black. Come on, we have to go, said a voice that he could not make out. Charles opened his eyes and saw that he was back in school. He saw that his leg was unstuck and that made the pain come back. Go! He felt himself get picked up and carried out of the school. And then he felt cold snow on his cheeks and the strong wind in his Put hair. me down! Charles yelled as he, the people dropped him. Ah, why did you drop me? You're alive! Yes, said Robert. Yeah, kind of We're not going to be if we don't. Boys, a little bit. Well, where will we go? A voice in the back said. Suddenly, Charles remembered something. I have an idea. 
What is it? said Robert. The Ivans, they have a barn. They could let us stay. Okay, said Robert. But wait, didn't I say that earlier? Don't listen to me. They walked for a full 30 minutes until they finally found the barn. Everyone ran for the building, but Charles fell. Red blood stained the snow, and he cried out in pain. Robert and John, John looked back and saw their friend on the ground. He looked back to the glass. They could see the lights in the house, and the door swung open, and they knew that they were safe. But the house was still ten years away, and Charles was struggling to stand. The boys looked at each other. They were both, they were both cold, and they were on pace in the view. They could not stay at their party box. But then, they remembered something. They were outside, and Charles helped them. And now something was happening, and they knew what they had to do. The boys rushed over to Charles, grabbing him by the arm, and they started for the house. They walked through the door and felt the warm air. Thank you. Charles sighed. They were they relieved were that they had survived the children's blizzard of 1888. 1888. Their most, most dangerous, dangerous adventure yet. yet.